beautiful people and welcome to another late episode of the single black female podcast so uh, usually i'd make an announcement on like social media about us being late on an episode but i'm really not back on social media like that like i check my page from here to there i check the page from here to there but i'm just really not feeling social media and that's okay you know i don't have to do it but this is a business and i do need to get back on there so if you are looking for some college credits and you would like to be a social media manager please reach out tm us email us and we can hook you up with some college credits you know if you manage our platform or our social media so boom anywho any gay thank you thank you thank you so much for being here and choosing to be um you know a part of this single black female fam um you didn't have to be here on this lovely saturday you could have been v-steaming your vagina you know or getting a colonic like both of them i highly recommend so yeah thank you so much for being here though um if you haven't already follow us on all of our social media platforms please 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 um although we're not active we do have some good you know stuff up there some good information um please 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 follow on apple Podcasts, uh like comment and subscribe rate us and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on leave me a comment or a review will help other amazing people find this amazing podcast okay so let's get into the merch you guys already know merch is always available it can be found at www.singleblackfemalepod.com also um this week's girl boss is her information is now that's a look underscore um on ig which is a cute boutique with a lot of cute pieces please 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 check them out i don't know this person personally so of course the description is really brief um but sis we are proud of you we see you and continue to be a girl boss her information will be in the girl boss highlight of course so a short quick spill the tea interesting fetish i love pregnant women they turn me on like nothing else i love their big bellies and boobies and the way they waddle pregnant with multiples is so sexy to have twins triplets end of spill the tea um not gonna lie like when i was pregnant and i was on tumblr i would post like pregnancy pictures of course because it's my tumblr um and i had somebody actually approach me and they're like hey um can i pay you to send um pictures of your belly and you know like i just i think it's so hot like i love pregnant women and i'm like you know i had a couple of miscarriages um i think one by that time and like i said i wasn't telling anybody and like my immediate family that I was pregnant because I just wanted to share that with only myself and Nathaniel um so yeah I was just really really my pregnancy was really sacred to me um so I didn't want to share photos I didn't want to jinx anything so I declined I said thank you so much I appreciate the offer but no thank you um you know my pregnancy is just for myself and my partner and yeah that's what it was so um i don't think it's one of the wildest fetishes 
like I don't think it's like crazy like there's more more out of the world not kink shaming but there's more like you know hardcore fetishes than pregnant fetish so uh thank you so much for sharing though you know we do appreciate you spilling the tea with us so ladies and gentlemen if you have a confession or want to get something off your chest please submit your confession to spill the tea at singleblackfemalepodcast.com your secret will be revealed on the following week's show so sis are you okay boom uh reagan's still not sleeping through the night um i can't i tried to kick her out of my bed again she wasn't having it it was a whole thing she threw a chair at my door a stool at my door and not gonna lie like i went off i went off not what i'm trying to do because i'm trying to do the whole conscious parenting thing so i like air quote relapsed um and it didn't feel good after the fact it definitely didn't feel good but yeah it was it's it's a whole thing and while i was doing my whole detox last week and i was busy and i was productive and i was away from social media and the world and i was also away from my pills like i was so busy and i would just like crash at night i stopped taking them at night or in the morning and tried to take them at night and i would just crash as soon as i laid in bed and stopped taking them consistently so um after that week which is you know which was the week before last um this week i felt the effects of that um moody um i could cry at the dot uh, at the drop of a dime and then it doesn't help that Reagan's not sleeping, so I was just exhausted. And more of the story, if you're on meds, just stick to it. Stick to your regular, you know, thing and just continuously take them because coming off of them um, is not a good feeling. And, you know, you have to build that tolerance again and build that whole getting it back into your body again. So, yeah, just keep taking your meds friends please um so yeah now on to the best friend topic hot topic like i always say these things go so fast without shannon wherever she is right now she's probably slumped on the couch she just worked um not only is she in school nursing school but she's also a pct so She's a busy life. She's a busy man. So best friend talk. Ah, conscious parenting. And I know probably after I have this conversation with you guys, because that's what it feels like, a conversation, because you guys are my friends and my family, and I love you guys, and I care about you guys, and I care about what you guys do in your life. Um, yeah, somebody's not going to like me, or they're going to be like, oh, they're going to be like, oh, no, like, hell no. Like, she can go to hell with her thoughts and how she raises her child. But I do want, like, parenting is not easy. And, you know, there's resources out there. But I think, like, parenting is also a lifestyle choice, you know. And the upbringing that a lot of us 90s kids were brought up with is not conducive to my new lifestyle, my whole spiritual vibe, you know. It's the whole aggression and just doing whatever feels good at the moment because you think you're teaching a lesson it doesn't vibe um so basically a while back 
I ran across this Facebook group called Conscious Parenting. And it said parenting in the title. And I'm like, of course, I need help. Like, I'm doing this physically on my own. Emotionally, I have, you know, my partner, of course, Nathaniel, but physically he's not here. So physically, I'm doing it alone. And it's hard. It's freaking hard. Um, So I was like, why not? I could use all the help that I could get. So basically, this group kind of gives you a different perspective on parenting. And disclaimer, how you raise your child is your business. Um, But I am putting the information out there. Um, And if you want to do your own research, uh, you can start by reading The Conscious Parent by Dr. I'm going to mess this up. Shafila Tasbury? Question mark? It's probably wrong, but uh, The Conscious Parent, her information will be in the uh, episode description, of course. Um, But what is conscious parenting you ask i'm so glad you asked best friend so conscious parenting is about letting go of the parent's ego desires and attachments instead of forcing behaviors on your children um, parents should focus on their own language like how you speak to your child their own expectations and their own self-regulation and i haven't finished the book But I think I do recall um, a little anecdote that the author put in the beginning of the story or the beginning of the book. And basically, she told a story about her child and how um, I think the child was given some money, maybe like the, the daughter lost her tooth or whatever. But for some strange for some reason, the child was given money. And when she woke up in the morning, she had the money and she wanted to share the money with her mom and dad or her mom, whatever, and she ripped the money in half. And of course, as an adult, you're like, it's null and void. Like, it's no longer useful once you rip the money in half. Like, you can't do nothing with it, except me. Like, I'm going to take that money together and I'm going to give it to, you know, a teller or whatever so they can cycle that money out. Like, it's easy. Like, people literally destroy old, worn money for a living. But anywho, instead of yelling at the child or getting mad at her and scolding her, she took the money with gratitude because why not? Her daughter did not intentionally rip the dollar to take away the value of the money. She simply wanted to share. And kind of that's kind of what conscious parenting is all about. Letting go of your ego and basically riding the wave with your child and like learning, you know, And I get it. Parenting is hard as fuck. Like, I totally get it. But speaking from a person that came from a home that had no clue about conscious parenting, because I don't even think that was a thing in the 90s. I think it's important that we do try new things, especially if we know some of the things that we were raised, you know, some of the practices that we were raised with probably weren't always the best, but it was the best that they could do at the time. And I'm not discrediting what my parents did. Like, my parents did an amazing job. And we're, I think we're pretty cool people. We're pretty good people, you know. And, um, yeah, they did what they they could. And they did what they thought was best. And they did what they were raised on. You know, they kind of just took what they learned. And maybe added their own little spin on it. And, you know, that was what they were given. That was the tools that they were given. But like I told my therapist, like, like I said, I had an incredible childhood. I went for nothing. 
Um, but I think the whole spare, spare the rod, spoil the child thing is, isn't as effective as we thought it would be or they thought it would be. And it's now thinking about it a little more traumatic than I expected it to be. Um, I'm living proof of that. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful for everything that they've done for us. But looking back on some of the reactions or overreactions to things that probably didn't warrant a spanking or, you know, it's just like, damn, like I didn't learn anything in that moment. But to fear them, you know, and not express myself and don't mess up. Don't do this. Don't do that because you're going to get hit, you know, and that's not a real good feeling when you fear your your parents like I don't know I'd rather be loved by my daughter than to be feared by her but of course I want her to respect me and I think respect is a two-way street due to my upbringing um when Reagan acts out or has a meltdown my first instinct is to pop her it's like second nature it's like ah she's freaking out let me freak out and ah let me pop her to try to stop her from doing what she's doing but it has the opposite effect, you know, but look at the, look at, look at your child this way. Scientifically, your toddler does not have the mental capacity to express themselves like we do. So why punish them for something they literally cannot control? Like it's, it's kind of weird thinking about it that way. It's like, damn, why would I pop her if she doesn't have the mental capacity to control what she's doing? Granted, she can do it in different ways, but that's when you work through that meltdown, help them calm down, and give them new ways of, you know, working through that. So imagine having a meltdown, having a breakdown, and you have no clue how to manage it or how to cope, how to calm down, and the only person you want to seek comfort from strikes you because you're embarrassing them in public ego um or pops you in an effort to get you to stop which makes you lose your shit even more how do you think that feels to them imagine having the same meltdown and being told to go to your room all of your life because you know your meltdown is not conducive to that situation and your parents are so you know they're in fight or flight mode and they're like i don't know how to handle this meltdown go to your room you know, and I'm sure most parents have done that or some parents have done that. Like, it's just it's what we were taught. So fast forward to teenage years and you're experiencing some pretty heavy emotions and your mom asks, hey, honey, are you OK? And you say yes. And you go to your room because you've been conditioned to do that all your life. You know, when you're full of emotion because your parents didn't know how to handle your wave of emotion so you just lock yourself in your room and you do god knows what to work through that by yourself so another key focus in the group is punishment why do we punish children for things that you wouldn't be punished for as an adult key example a child spills milk breaks a plate um you know and they get yelled at, they get scolded, they get popped maybe. 
an adult spills milk, drops a plate, breaks the plate, and what happens? Nothing happens. I've done it a couple of times and nothing happens. You clean up the milk, you buy a new plate, end of story. I completely get it. You want to teach your child to be careful and pay attention. But the greatest thing about conscious parenting is the opportunity to stop. Evaluate the situation before reacting. Reacting out of anger does not undo the action. It literally puts fear into your child. Children are literally these little human beings with their own personalities, their own wants, their own desires, etc. Right? But they're just that. They're children. Their minds are still developing along with their personality, their wants, and their desires. Um, Your children are not your mini-me's. They're their own person, and they're trying to grow and, you know, become their own person. They should be allowed to wear what they want within reason and not have to change because it doesn't align with your polished image. Like, you know, there's days where I try to dress Reagan. Well, for the most part, I dress her. Um, but there's days where she picks out shoes that I totally hate with the current outfit that she's wearing. But why not? Why can't she wear those shoes? Why should I? What gives me the right to take off those shoes that she's wearing to put on different ones because it doesn't go together? Like, that's my ego getting in the way of her desires. And her desires aren't harming anyone. So why not? You know? Um, it just, it like, it's selfish. It's selfish. So, um, they should have the freedom to express how they feel respectfully saying, no, I don't want to hug right now, mom or dad. When you said that it hurt my feelings should not warrant a pop or be looked at as disrespect because it's not as an adult. You vocalize how you feel respectfully, and that doesn't land you in jail. I mean, in some countries it does, but this isn't a communist country. This is mom and dad at home. Um, They should not be forced to hug anyone and everyone because it's the polite thing to do. And they shouldn't have to kiss family members. They may not feel comfortable being, you know, kissing. Um, Forcing things on them like this implies that their body is not their own. And think about how this could affect them in the future. My body is not my own. So when an adult tells me to do something with my body, then I have to do it, right? Imagine being an adult and being told, do you have to go hug some random ass person or kiss some random ass person? How logical is that? How well would that go over with you as an adult? These babies are not our property. They are given to us to help mold and assist them in growing up to be incredible human beings. Understand that spankings hurt for a moment, but have a much long, longer lasting effect than we think. Words hurt anyone, but especially children. So speak to them with care. And remember, we're not superior to them because they're younger than us. We're all equals. We just have a little more wisdom and knowledge. Yes, all of this stuff may seem hippy-dippy, new age, parenting, blah, 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 kumbaya shit. And you could just tell me to STFU and mind my business. But if what you're doing isn't currently working, then what's the harm in trying something new? 
like we always say here at the Single Black Female Podcast, nothing that we say is law. It's just information that we feel that we want to share with you because we care about you guys. And we care about our little best friends as well that you guys are raising. So before I go, I'd like to leave you with this from, of course, the late Nipsey Hussle. A speaker of truth has no friends. We love you guys and we hope you have an incredible week. Bye.